Also, 32, almost 33 years living in New York, I saw my first subway rat. <laughs> oh, really? That was the first That time? was my first subway rat ever. I mean, I don't spend a ton of time in the city, but I go into the city often enough where I feel like I should have seen a rat before now. But Right. And I was kind of expecting it to look a little bit more rough and tumble, bald patches and like part of its ear missing and like maybe carrying a small blade. Like he was dropped in a vat of some type of radioactive. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah, exactly. But it was actually a very cute very rat. very healthy. Very healthy. I said the same thing, Alberto. I was like, this rat <laughs> looked really healthy. I'm just telling everybody about this rat. It was kind of cute. Like I wanted to pet it. It's like, so you know not all rats look like shit. This guy looked, he takes care of himself. I honestly <laughs> didn't know. I didn't know that rats could, rats in the wild could look like that. Yeah, it's funny because the last subway rat I saw was like black, like somebody poured tar on him. And like, Aww. not that they did, but he was just very dark that yeah. he was just dirty. Like he was gross. Oh, so when I saw this one and you pointed him out, I'm like, huh. It's right? pretty good. Yeah. It's a nice looking subway rat. <laughs> oh my God. I, I don't know of a segue, but I guess we should probably get into the movie that we're here to cover so uh-huh. that we can get this done and go to bed. <laughs> so anyway, we're approaching spooky season and um, I guess it's not really a spooky movie, but maybe unsettling. Or murdery, I guess. If you're claustrophobic, don't watch this movie. Yeah, are you? No. <laughs> my, my Actually, my favorite part was when he said, I'm not not claustrophobic, because that's how I feel about being claustrophobic. I wouldn't say that I'm not claustrophobic, but I'm also not. Right, I've never been in a situation to test that out. The only time I've ever kind of felt claustrophobic was when I was, when I was in college and I went caving, and... There was this one section of the cave where you basically worm crawl. Oh, army yeah. crawl? Oh, God. And like, and also, there aren't trails or anything in these caves. So, like, you're kind of just going wherever yeah. you feel like going. And so, there was really no guarantee that that was ever going to open up into a, a bigger space. Like, it could have just gotten smaller and smaller and like potentially got, you know, stuck at some yeah, point. Yeah, I don't think I could ever do that. Cause again, not, not. But the thought of that type of scenario, absolutely not. Yeah. So, I mean, in that scenario, I was like, oh, now I'm a little bit spooked. But I was following somebody else. So I felt like if they started to get stuck, then I would just stop (laughs) and leave them there to die. (laughs) I think I... (laughs) I think I would panic more having to have the coordination to back out. Yeah, well, I think I think that's part of it because you start to panic and you want to get out as quickly as possible. But it's just that's the unnatural movement that right. you can't really get purchased. But it's fine. I survived. So and so yes, did everybody did. else that I went into the cave with. <laughs> Successful cave trip. So this movie is about being trapped in an elevator, hence the claustrophobia. Yes. And Dawn found this one on Hulu. I did. And I was not expecting such a long title. (laughs) I didn't know what to search for when I was looking for it because I was like, what was the beginning part of it? All I remember is down. (laughs) But it does come up as down. Yeah, it does. And And at first I was like, is this the right movie? Because shouldn't it have like this stupid long title? And eventually it did. Yeah, because then the only reason I knew that about the whole long title part is because I was looking something up on IMDb and I was just looking up down and nothing was coming Mm. up. And I'm like, what? 
the fuck is this? This movie doesn't really exist. <laughs> right? Like, this was a fucking weird fever dream that I just happened upon. Yeah, so that's how I realized it was called Into the Dark. And that it was a series of movies in 2019 over spooky season. Well, I mean, having seen this one, I don't really feel inclined to see the others. They are all different. This one did not really seem like a spooky season movie. Mm-mm. It wasn't very horror-like or suspenseful as it could be tried to be yeah well let's introduce ourselves and then we can get more into that this is i hate it let's watch it i'm lisa and i'm dawn and if you couldn't tell we covered into the dark dark i was like i was gonna say like into the down dark uh, into the into dark dark down <laughs> it's about an elevator <laughs> With feelings, though. No, kidding. <laughs> Guys, this movie was a cool hour and 22 minutes long, and it somehow felt like three hours when I watched it. It was the longest hour and 22 minutes ever. I wonder if it felt that way because it was a one-setting movie and a two only two-character movie. Maybe. It reminded me of Windfall in that way. Yeah. Except at least these people were, like, talking to each other and trying to get to know each other. I actually think the reason that the movie felt longer was was because the plot twist was revealed so quickly. It was. Once that happened, I felt like that should have been like the last third of the movie then, Mm -hmm. seeing all of that kind of unfold. But I think it happens like a half hour in that we find out. And it's just like, okay, now what? (laughs) And we spend way too much time trying to get out of this elevator and fix the issue. Way too much. And this woman is a fucking idiot. Oh, yeah. I cannot stand her. This whole movie is her fault. Yeah, of course. I Well, listen, I will be the first person to call out victim blaming. You know, I don't think we should victim blame. But this woman is so fucking stupid at every turn. I am going to blame her. It is her fault. This whole movie is her fault. The deaths of the other people at the end of this movie, mm-hmm. her fucking fault. <laughs> Sorry, she might as well have been the murderer. Damn. Okay, I mean, we can get to that more later, but Mm -hmm. start us off, John. How does this movie begin? All right, so we have our main chica, Jennifer, and she's in her office late night. All the lights are off, even in her office, I think. And she's typing up an email to, we assume her boyfriend, but we can tell by what she's writing that it's not too great between them and... She is going to visit. She's supposed to be getting on a plane to go visit him. And it happens to be the next day is Valentine's Day. But it's also President's Day weekend. It's Friday the 13th, by the way. it's Friday the 13th. So yeah, so it's a long weekend on top of it being Valentine's Day and all this, whatever. So... I forget, does she send the email? She no. Oh, no, she doesn't. No, she she decides not to. Right. Because she was going to surprise him. Yes. So, but like, I love the idea. I like thinking that she stayed late at work, but like she wasn't working. She just spent the whole time trying to type out this email. this email. Right? <laughs> like, oh man, burning the midnight oil. Just, uh, <laughs> gotta change yeah. this word. And then um, we see her get on the elevator and, or wait for the elevator. And as that's happening, 
we see Guy in the bathroom. It's like washing up, got stuff with him. He ends up being in, was he in the elevator already? No, she was in the elevator. Okay. And, and then he, he gets on. Yeah. Yeah. He almost misses it. And I want to talk about this again later, but he's like doing something with his phone. I thought he was taking selfies. I think we're meant to understand that he was looking at the surveillance videos at the end. I think that's what they were implying. But right. he almost misses getting on the elevator because he's so distracted with whatever he's doing with his phone, which is weird to me because this is you're your- on a mission. This is your master plan. You need to get on that elevator. Right. Why are you fucking around in the lobby just like, I'm just going to take a selfie with the elevator bank. But she does (laughs) hold the door for him. And so, and I don't know. Okay. So he does say one thing later in the movie, like everything was your choice. Everything was your decision. So I don't know if he needed her to like choose to hold the door for him. If that was part of his psychosis. Right. Because then he'd look like a psycho, like trying to get in the elevator. But, like, he could have also just been, like, standing there waiting to get in the elevator. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But that was weird to me because what if she, I, I guess if she hadn't let him in the elevator, he would have just gone home that night? <laughs> I guess and tried another time. I, I mean, I don't know. But it seems like his whole plan was because it was Valentine's Day and the long weekend. Right. He went to all that trouble of coordinating with the other security guards to, like, not be there. It was a pretty good plan. It was a well thought out plan. Like this movie had potential to be a one hour long Black Mirror episode. Absolutely. But that's what it should have been. It shouldn't have been an hour and 22 minute movie. Right. Correct. So now they're in the elevator and they have their like normal small, like anybody's small talk. And all of a sudden the elevator stopped. They're stuck. Also, may I just point out, this is the nicest elevator I've ever seen. Huge. Like, honestly, you can't be claustrophobic in this thing. It's like the size of my living room. Uh Uh-huh. It is massive and, like, tall. Like, the ceiling is really high. Yeah. You're not having a panic attack. Like, if I had to, you know. If I had to be stuck in an elevator, that's the elevator I want to be stuck in. (laughs) Right. And I wouldn't mind being stuck with him if he wasn't a fucking psycho. Well, because he's not bad looking. He wasn't bad looking. No. But, I mean, he gave creepy vibes. Yeah. So, of course, she's like, I have a flight. Right. And he's like, oh, and then this is where he starts to kind of dig into her personal life to kind of get a glimpse of what he's dealing with. And just the chain of events, chain of events. Mm -hmm. That goes down. Seems okay. You're kind of like, all right, this is, they're friendly with each other. But when he said the thing about it was all your choice. Mm hmm. I think a lot of that had to do with conversation topics that she brought up, too. Yes, yes. Which one of them was, like, where is the naughtiest place you ever had sex? Right. And by the way, there's only one right answer to that question in that scenario, and it's in an elevator. Bow, chicka, bow, bow, and start undressing. (laughs) God, they could have used the elevator music at that point. Right? I mean, like, that's the only right answer to that. But that moment was so weird, because not only are they talking about this but she's filming it for a reason that i don't know like why did it need to be on camera yeah and her story was kind of sexy i kind of liked that whole in college in the library they each decided to read a passage from like a dirty book (laughs) and then like that is kind of cool i guess and then his story was 
was weird. I feel like it could have been sexier and then he just kind of ended it like, and then she put her panties in the, and I'm like, oh, well, he didn't say panties and I was happy about that. But Okay, but I, what I don't understand is why he had to go through the whole song and dance of it being not true. I don't understand why he couldn't have just told that story. Right. Without without saying like, oh, I don't know. Um, I'll just make one up. And then it's like. Okay. Right, because at that point, what did he think? She couldn't have pieced everything together no, from, right. from that story. Exactly. It's okay for him to have had another job at some other time in his life. He didn't have to always be it a was, security guard. Right. I actually thought that this movie was going to be a commentary on security guards because he got so angry about the security guards being invisible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wow, is this movie really about security guard politics? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so then then they do a thing where they draw each other. Yeah, they're both really good artists. I know hers was supposed to be bad, but it's one of those things where it's like you needed to have talent to make it look that bad. Yeah. You're like, if I tried to draw it, it would look bad. It wouldn't look <laughs> good at all. But like hers looked good and bad at the same time. And you need to have talent to do that. Mm-hmm. And she loved his so much that she took a picture of it. And she's like, when we get out of here, I'm making this my profile picture. So again, another way that she was in control and kind of made it. Without yeah. her knowing his plan, you gave him hope. Yeah, again. she was she was being real flirty. Very flirty. Which, I mean is fine but i think you should err on the side of caution in these kinds of situations so what we're leading up to is that they bang Mm -hmm. it's like very intense it was like a 365 days like montage of them having sex in different positions in this gigantic elevator yeah and afterwards he's like i think i'm in love with you and she was like like, immediately whoa buddy there was no waiting it out a little bit he jumps into it immediately I mean, like, listen, as somebody who kind of did that recently, (laughs) I can't really judge people for it. But I can judge the way that she reacted to that because in a normal circumstance where you could get away from the person, sure, you can have that discussion about like, you know what, that was just kind of casual. Like, we're not going to be a thing. I'm going to get back together with my Mm -hmm. fiance or whatever. But you are still trapped with a strange man in an elevator that you do not know he just became a stage five clinger you cannot assume that you he's going to respond well to that conversation so this was mistake number one for this woman Mm -hmm. or or maybe like three because she's had these other things going on but this was the big one because i was like "Ooh, maybe we save this breakup talk for when you can get out of that Mm -hmm. room (laughs) where you can leave if he starts to get fucking weird because by now he's definitely giving weird vibes and i don't understand why her sense of female self-preservation hasn't kicked in very true stupid bitch and again we found this out way too soon right because again he had to confess his love immediately mm-hmm. and then you even have that sinister bad guy he was looking in the corner and he does that whole like turn around where his eyes are all like devilish and he looks <laughs> at her and he's kind of like and then she realizes at that point he's the one that stopped the elevator and blah 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 right and again mistake number whatever she starts yelling at him and like getting really mad and being like why would you do this you're crazy but and it's like honey again you are trapped in this box with a potentially deranged human (laughs) 
If he's crazy, he will kill you. You can't just start yelling at him. You need to play this fucking cool. And it was the worst when he was like, well, I guess you want to get out now. So let's go. You know, you can get out. And he starts letting them descend. And I don't know if he was actually going to let her get off that elevator, but we don't get to find out because she starts shit talking him again to the point where like he gets violent and then she kicks the fucking key in the in the and elevator breaks thing. it in the and fucking... breaks it and now they're stuck again and it's just oh my god at this point i'm like off my couch yelling because i'm so mad and not to side with him but it just keeps proving his point which point every <laughs> move she made oh <laughs> was a choice of hers that got her deeper into this position basically well, I mean, you're twisting it a little bit because he was saying that every choice she made meant that she wanted to be with him. I don't think she necessarily wanted to be with him, but she definitely wasn't making good choices to get herself out no, of the situation. No, but I think in his mind too, kicking the key stuck. Oh, now they get to be stuck longer. Does that mean that she right. wants to be with him longer? Well, at this point now, he's upset because... Oh, he's more than upset. Yeah, well, because now they're stuck. This was not part of his plan. Right. And like they could potentially die in this elevator now <laughs> because they have no food and they only had one thing of water. They might have to drink her pee when oh, she get into the thermos. But once he reveals how crazy he is, he just completely unhinges and is just completely psychotic for the rest of the movie, which, again, I feel like you would want to treat with kid gloves and just kind of yes the guy to death mm -hmm. until you can get to safety. And, you know, they have assorted plans for getting out of here. But like at one point, oh, <laughs> before they try and go out through the roof, he has them open the gifts. Oh, my God. She was going to be bringing the ex-fiance some presents. And so she got him a shirt. And he was like, Jenny, you shouldn't have. And like put this shirt on. Oh, yeah. He's like extra large. Who would have thought we had the same body type or something like that? And it's like, OK. Yeah. And then the cigars. When he pulled the clipper out. Oh my God. I was like, this is going to cut off a dick at some point. And we just watched Teeth. I and know. so I, I, in my head, I was like, are we going to see another severed dick tonight? I can't do it. <laughs> it's too much. And then just him with the cigar was gross because he lights it, threatens her with the, the lighter. And then it's like, oh, there's something about cigars so phallic oh right <laughs> i bet one of your dirty stories has something to do with a cigar or something like that and i'm like you were just awful i don't know what was worse his come-ons prior to be turning into the psycho or showing us his true self or... it was all pretty bad i felt like i felt even when the flirting was consensual that it was very cringy i was mm -hmm. uncomfortable i really didn't feel like they had a lot of chemistry so it was just like ugh, uncomfortable to watch and then again i was just like very annoyed by her from the second she became like an actual victim to like the very end of the movie I was like you are just an idiot I, I don't know why I'm rooting for you because you are making the worst decisions yeah. but he explains his whole motive now mm -hmm. and basically he once got into a drunk driving accident right was he drunk or was he just distracted by the girl good question I forget regardless he gets into a car accident the girl that he was driving around with the panties in the glove box she died and so now he has this criminal record and loses his life, which was apparently really good. He worked for some kind of fancy firm and was guess, really yeah, rich. Yeah, his whole story to her. He was a her, playboy. His whole story to her when they first met was, I guess, his past life, basically. 
before he became a security guard after prison. Right, because he could not get a good job after being a convicted felon. So he ended up being a security guard. For whatever reason, he needed to relive the glory days of when he was a finance bro douchebag. And to do that, he like fixated on Jennifer and (laughs) decided that he must have her in this weird way. And it was very creepy how he then said, you know, I've not that I've known you for, but like, I always see you. I, don't, I forget how he worded it. And then he basically showed all the surveillance footage. Right. Of every move she makes. Right. So he's been watching her. Yeah. And I'm like, for a while. Is the wor- I think that's the worst part. Because I think after that, he did say something about like, oh, don't worry, I'm not a stalker. He said that at the beginning. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, when you say you're not a stalker, that means you're a stalker. Yes. It was when uh, when he was saying like, oh, I feel like I need to be honest with you. You know, I I wasn't honest when I said that I didn't know you or I hadn't seen you around the building. Like, I have seen you around the building. And like, not only have I seen you around the building, but I've noticed you and I thought you looked like a nice person. And like, as soon as he was saying this again, this was like, a huge red flag to me and she's just like eating it up like oh my god that's like so sweet fuck you you are so stupid this man has such creepy vibes and you're just like hmm no red flags here yeah it was it was just the whole fucking thing was yeah i didn't necessarily mind the motive no it was interesting i mean Again, you said this could have had potential. Yeah. If it was developed a little. If it was just worked properly and then was just an hour episode of something. Right. Because I think we we dragged some stuff out that could have been condensed in a way that would have made it more effective. His backstory probably could have been condensed a little bit more. But I mean, we're, we got what we got. <laughs> so. yeah. And I think the escape will now we're... Mm-hmm. She... This is what I don't understand either. Yes, he's psychotic. I get that. But he's super gullible. Right. Like she then I think is he like, wanted to believe it. I think he really wanted to believe her. But how, given how she flipped out on him to then get him to this point for himself. And then she's like, okay don't worry i'm gonna and it's like she kind of flips on a switch and it's you're a fucking liar this is the tack she should have been taking the whole time yes finally she starts pandering to him to get him to trust her and she should have been doing that the whole time yep so i i mean i agree that it seems a little convenient that he just believed her immediately this time, but i mean i can chalk that up to his psychosis i do think he was just deeply disturbed and really wanted to believe that she was coming around to it but this is the annoying thing so like they open a panel in the ceiling and they're gonna climb up out to the door to open whatever and she convinces him to let her be the one to climb out and Mm -hmm. go for help (sighs) why did she let him know as soon as she got out of the elevator that she was gonna fuck him over why would you not just go and like continue to pretend yeah that you were gonna come back give yourself more of a head start because you know he's gonna come after you (laughs) the fact that she didn't do that is like still really bothering me because that is probably one of the stupidest fucking things just go right and then looking at how she had to go about getting Mm. to the next floor she was never gonna make it no (laughs) 
<laughs> not after he got up there oh yeah i mean definitely like she, she was so screwed but like even to open the doors open the like the elevator door shaft yeah like i don't, I don't even know if she could have gotten that open by herself anyway but i mean at least she would have needed a lot more time and she could have bought herself that time by not being an idiot and flipping him off as soon as she got out of the box you know what else I just realized? What? He stopped the elevator when they were in the basement in the parking garage. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I just thought that was like an interesting tidbit. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere with that. What floor did he get in on? Because she was from the 49th floor. Yeah, he was, uh, I don't remember what number it was, but it was a lower floor, obviously. I was going to say, like, he legit waited till the end. Right. Maybe so that they wouldn't have service. True. Because he did say that, like, oh, we're underground, so, like, probably don't have any service. Right. I also felt like he was in control of all that anyway. Well, yeah, if he was definitely, if he was planning ahead, he could have invested in, like, one of those, like, signal jammers or something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which, which i l- thought he might have yeah i mean i wouldn't put it past him maybe he did <laughs> we don't know right so this plan goes awry because she flips him off and he chases after her and then in his attempt to stop her they fall from this fucking doorway back into the elevator it is impossible that they did not break any yeah. bones on impact and that they made it right through that one yeah the one aisle. panel <laughs> instead of crashing through the fucking roof and they're just laying there and they're just unconscious but they're fine because she gets up and starts moving around all right cool but this is the point at which one of the other security guards shows up with his girlfriend Mm -hmm. to show her the roof and starts looking around for guy and doesn't see him so he looks at the security footage and sees these two people collapse in the elevator and is like oh oh shit what's going on wait was this before or after she then decided to light the cigar. Oh, this is after because yeah. Okay, yeah. Because what the fuck was that? Yeah, the fire department never even came. No, she's so smug about this plan. She sets a little fire to set off the sprinkler, thinking that it would trigger the fire department to come, and and they never do. So that was a stupid. And he was even like, because now he's really incapacitated. She manages to tie his hands behind his back. She's threatening him now, right. and. She with the clippers <laughs> with the clippers and then she decides to film him admitting that kidnapped her mm-hmm. all these things and I've never seen a guy go through so many different emotions in one he's a pretty good actor oh yeah because he went from like again the beginning where he was this suave guy to mm-hmm. a lunatic to now a major pussy because he is basically like, don't cut my dick off. Like, I forgot what he said. <laughs> yeah. But he, it was something he got like so that. so <laughs> sad. Like, and I'm like, whoa, bro, you were just threatening the shit out of her. And now you're like, don't take my dick. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, but in I was such a, such a lame way. Like he I just was kind of so with pathetic. him. I was with him mm. though. I didn't. I didn't want to see that happen either. And I mean, part of it was I just hated her so much. Even after all the terrible things he did, I was just kind of like, oh, please don't do this to him. Like that's not great. So yes, yeah, that happened. Sorry, I forgot about that. I it's think okay. I blocked it out of my memory. So the other security guard goes to try and help them. He doesn't recognize that it's guy in the elevator. So he goes that she has the doors open like a little bit, mm-hmm. and he's trying to help her. But then guy wakes up. And and like knocks her out and then is like oh you're gonna have to come in here like I my key broke in the thing and you know whatever and so the other security guard tries to squeeze in the little hole and looks around and is like what the fuck happened in here right. he has like 30 seconds to put it together before guy turns the key and starts 
making the elevator move and bye bye eddie yeah eddie Eddie, right it was eddie poor eddie he did not deserve that no not at all he just wanted to bone his girlfriend right on the roof so we don't really get to see how they get out of the elevator no it's him then scrambling to change get all the blood off of him yeah we get to see his butt yeah we do get to see his butt and then he goes back to the control station in the lobby and Eddie's girlfriend's still there. And she's like, um, excuse me. Where's Eddie? Where's Eddie? Mind you, his face is smashed up. So like, you don't look like. No, you're not. Be working clean right cut. Yeah. <laughs> Looks um, like he's just been in an underground fight club. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he goes after her and I assume kills her. Wait, you forgot the best part. What? When she asks where Eddie is. Oh, he's, he goes, oh my god! He goes, Eddie split. Eddie split! <laughs> Whoever wrote that line should be shamed in the public square. It was clever. No, it was too cheesy and too soon. But I and feel like it poor goes Eddie. With, it goes with his character, though, I think. It does, because he did say, like, he would have said that. He I had think. bad dad jokes or something. Yeah. But still. Definitely on, on par for him. But. Not please, not please. But yeah, he does kill the other. The girlfriend, because then he he drops her body down the elevator shaft and yeah. was like, "Hey, oh, Eddie, your was girlfriend looking was looking for, for you. you," and then tosses her over. And it was like, oh. I hated seeing Eddie discombobulated in like a heap just next yes, to the elevator. He was short, but like next to the elevator, he looked real, real short. Like he was well, missing part of his torso, probably. Well, I mean, yeah, he kind of put him back together and just kind of <laughs> like Humpty Dumpty, yeah, basically. <laughs> so then after that oh and he had put jennifer in the trunk of the car yes for safekeeping yeah and (laughs) takes off and i assume was he bringing her home to his house i don't know what he was doing because because again he couldn't let her escape i think he was gonna kill her because he went to the dumpster and he was gonna burn like all the stuff so i think he was planning to dispose of her body there because he couldn't let her go now after everything she had seen so he had his whole like jug of gasoline and he's about to i think burn the car right like the whole thing i think he was gonna kablooey everything i think everything was gonna go up and at first he attempts to like see if she's alive right he gets close like close enough to see if somebody's fucking breathing right and actually i was thinking because he shined the flashlight in her face and i was you like would flinch you would that, totally flinch that and like look see if her pupils are dilate or you know constricting because mm-hmm. like that's an easy way to tell if somebody's alive or not but you know i guess he's he's not smart enough for that no so then as he's about oh Something happens where he had put down the can. Well, he finished pouring the gas in there. And he kind of like the way that they shot it was nice because they filmed it like from the dumpster looking out into the alley. And so you see him standing in front of it. The car is behind him and he stands in such a way with his arms braced on the side of the dumpster that you can't see the trunk anymore. So that when Mm. he like he kind of sighs and like turns around like, I can't believe it came to this. And he turns his body and then she's right behind him with the gas can and fucking smacks him upside the head with it my question if the gas can was empty yeah it's plastic yeah how'd that knock him out well she's already broken his nose once today so i feel like if you hit that again it would probably hurt a lot i guess but i just was like huh it's the only weapon things are kind of light like how is that really gonna 
Well, she didn't really knock him out because she ran to get in the car to drive away and he got up. He was hurt, but he got up and right. was like, Ugh. and then she got halfway down the alley before she decided that she just like wanted to end this. And then she threw it in reverse and then just sped back, knocked him into the dumpster. It wasn't enough that he got impaled on some sharp item in the dumpster. So she, you know, smokes her little cigar there and is like, nyum, nyum, nyum. and then like, <laughs> flicks it into the dumpster and the whole thing ignites and she has this evil little smirk and is like i win basically and like that's the movie that's it right and it's like and what do you win because well she could get back together with Derek now (laughs) i i guess she's gonna have to buy him a new cigar kit and a new shirt so that's all ruined it's like um Derek, i got you things but um i was kidnapped in an elevator And he and I almost died and <laughs> smoked your cigars. Yeah, and I um, threatened to cut his dick off and he cried. And all <laughs> in the name of love. Then we're here. Well, like, was it love? I That's what I'm confused about because it seems like he wanted his playboy lifestyle back. But he was so fixated on Jennifer. This doesn't feel like his pre-accident, pre-felony personality. No. Like, it doesn't sound like he fixated and obsessed over one woman. It sounds like he was- Prison changed him. Yeah, yeah, I bet it did. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Like, it doesn't quite fit for me. If somebody had spent a little bit more time on this plot, putting things together, I think it could have been a better movie. I would have liked the reveal to be a little more daunting. I think they should have gotten out of the elevator sooner because like they still could have had a chase scene like a, he could have still been in the building with her and she could have been like hiding from him. Right, like, like the majority could have still been in the elevator. But at the same yeah. time, I think it would have been cooler if the weirdness started prior. Like, I don't what did she say she did for her job? Do we know? Oh, I- uh, she worked for a marketing firm, right? Like a PR Okay, firm. so he comes in as a client, quote unquote, you know. Oh, okay. So we like see him stalking her. Yes. And then they get in the elevator and then it becomes a thing because then you already know he's stalkerish and then holy shit, they're stuck in the elevator and then this insanity pers- and then they have to get out and so you're still using the elevator as the main source of torture, I guess. And then, but there's just more story. There's more, I don't know. It makes it seem more adventurous in a way. Yeah, I thought there was just going to be a little bit more to it. Like he would have had some kind of connection to her in some way. Like maybe he knew Derek or. <laughs> right. Or he's like somebody from her past that like she wronged at some time. Like, I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's a common <laughs> fucking like Valentine. Yeah, like yes, but I yeah. didn't necessarily think that this was a very unique plot either. Like, especially when they were kind of hitting you over the head with the security, uh, like the surveillance footage throughout. It was just kind of a big neon sign being like, this has something to do with security. Like, right. I, like I think I knew that it was going to be a security guard or somebody who had access to the security footage. It's also giving se- security guards a bad name. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah don't I mean- trust them. They could manipulate an entire system right and and they have all this access to to this video surveillance they could literally spend their entire day watching you and specifically you if they wanted to yeah but and also he did make that one comment where something with the lights or something how many security Security guards take to change a light bulb 
zero because that's the janitor's job right and it was just yeah. kind of like even though we're mistaken for janet and i'm like all right relax well that's what i that's what i thought the whole motive of the movie was going to be because that was like before he revealed anything about his past and i was just like is this movie really about how security guards are mistreated by society <laughs> like, does so everyone weird. think they're janitors that is a weird stance to take but okay yeah <laughs> so yeah, I would not recommend watching this movie. No, again, had potential, but it's really not worth the hour and 22 minutes of your time. Yeah, which is wild because like that's a short movie, but I still don't think it's like worth a watch. <laughs> no. Okay, so that concludes September movies. We will have our October movies out end of the week. And uh, finally for our announcement. <gasps> Is it time? It's time. Oh my god. We are going to be releasing two separate blogs on the website. Mine will be called Dawn's Movie Database, where I will blog about the movies that we don't do, that I need to talk about with somebody. <laughs> the movies that I refuse to watch. <laughs> yes, and basically get the conversation going. So people who have seen those movies we could talk about it discuss them go over other things but uh yeah and then lisa's mine doesn't have a name yet because i haven't figured out one <laughs> <laughs> but it will mine is going to be sort of a companion blog to the movies that we cover and basically we cover a lot of movies that are based on books and one of my favorite things to do is when we finish watching the movie and covering it for the podcast, I love to go and then read the book to see how this happened, how it got to be from point A to point B. And honestly, it's been a delight. I've learned so much from reading the source material that I feel like everybody should at least have a Reader's Digest version of where this all came from because it explains a lot. So... <laughs> Yeah, so every from time the ones you told me about, I mean, where we get some of these movies, I'll never know. Yes. So every time we cover a movie going forward that is based on a book, I will also read that book and I will give you a little synopsis of what happened in the book, compare it to what happened in the movie, differences, similarities, which one I liked better, mm. and tell you whether or not it's worth the read. Most of the time it's going to be worth the read, guys. These, <laughs> these books are insane. <laughs> also, like, why didn't they add that? Or why did right, they, why take, did they take this out? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely questions that a lot of people have, including myself. So Absolutely. And I think there were a lot of questions that we would say on the podcast, like, why did they do this? Why did they do that? And then you read the book and they explain it. And you're like, oh, well, why didn't you just fucking say that in the movie? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it is helpful. So yeah, so that's our announcement. And we will be releasing our first ones on October 3rd. Monday, October 3rd will be our first ones. And you'll be able to subscribe by email on each one so that you get them when they're released. And yeah, so that's exciting for us. Yes. And yeah, don't forget we got the merch going. And uh, treat us to a cocktail. I hope you guys liked our... <laughs> The, the horny thorn. The horny thorn. <laughs> yeah, I think that covers everything, right? Yeah, rate and review us if you can, yes, please. Yes, please. One of the great podcasters and accounts on Twitter, Bottled Up Bitches. 
love her she actually basically took a screenshot of her reading of us on spotify five stars but like i had said last week you can't review you can only rate so if you do rate on spotify if you don't mind dming us a picture that you did so we can acknowledge you and thank you be great but yeah don't forget there's good pods apple Podcasts. write us whatever you'd like (laughs) (laughs) yes tell us what you really think tell us how you really feel yes we are horny for feedback (laughs) 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 i wanted to have a nice comeback from that but i don't oh sorry think of it now we can edit this out so it'll sound like you came back immediately It's not working. <laughs> the more I have time to think, the worse it gets. So, yeah. <laughs> I hate when that happens. That's what's happening with my blog title. <laughs> Every time I have something and then I try to workshop it, I'm like, that's even worse. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. No, sorry. I don't have a comeback, but that was great. Okay. That's right. I'll take the win. So look out for the blogs on the third. And at the end of this week, we will have the movies for October. Woohoo! Woohoo! Spooky season! Yes. So until next time.